It's time to step up to the mic and give it all you got right here on Karaoke Biggie. My name's Biggie, and Jason's with me again this evening, and we're hanging out in Blake's basement. Hey, how come I don't get a cool nickname? Ah, the Bottle Cap Kid. Okay. The Bottle Cap Kid, Jason. Long, I, I long like hair, don't kids. care. Flannel Fabio. Yeah. There's a few nicknames, I guess. There's a few. Karyo, Biggie really stuck, though. Biggie is really... And I keep getting bigger, so it's just <laughs> more fitting. Where did that come from, Biggie? I don't know. I think Blake. I think it was Blake who just started calling me Biggie. Just as of late or like when you were younger no. and you, Sean? No. Just as, as of late. Like in the past five, ten years? Yeah, since we started hanging out again. Yeah. He's like, I saw you, I saw you in the uh, vape shop. We made a connection. You're Biggie now. He always liked to nickname people. Yeah. I biggie, biggie, once. biggie, can't you see? Look, mm, mm. Jason, I went yeah. from the giant phone Jesus. to the flipper, baby. This is every person working in a uh, oh, retail r- right, you, phone you, shop. You, you, like, seriously, what's the average time? Like, every four or five months, people get new phones? Not us, because we got to pay for them, but me, being that I'm in there, and I can't, you know, I get to see all the new stuff, so I get tired of the old stuff real quick, so... So what? Okay, I'll be flying through the shit. You work at a digital store. You're selling people plans. You're selling people phones. You're seeing cool stuff come in and out all the time. The new products on the shelf. You're putting up the signage. You're like, hey, I want that. Mm-hmm. I think I want that. You had is that you buzzing? Mm-hmm. You had uh, you had a phone before. that was the size of a normal phone, mm-hmm. but it was like a, a book, and it opened up to be a big screen. Mm-hmm. You don't like that? No. Now I have. I feel like I'm back in the razor days. Razor days. When I had me a, when we had the razor and you flipped it up and you're like, beep boop or beat me up, Scotty. Breaker breaker. Um, what it also looks like to me, a uh, Game Boy Advance SP. Yes. It looks like almost identical in size to that. Yep, it's probably got about the. It's got a 1.9 inch screen on front that you can do things with, and mm. it's very very. Very nice. Can you watch video on the front screen? No, I don't think they've come that far. But you can take, you can record instead of having to have the phone open. You can use the um, the viewfinder yeah. as that, and you can do your selfies. And that's kind of the size that uh, like cheap digital cameras were when they were kind of being phased out. They got down to about that size. <laughs> we went uh, we went to Mega Replay today just to kill some time. My wife uh, finds my wife will sometimes find things in the garbage. That you know may or may not be worth anything. What garbage is she going through? Like people just shit, sit shit on the you know oh, out the on curb. the curb, right? No, I'm I'm with that. I'm, yeah. I totally so do that. She uh, found a drum set from like a, a Xbox 360 sure. or something. Yeah. Guitar Hero, the one that pl- the one that plugged in, not the wireless one. Mm-hmm. So we go out to Mega Replay, gonna get our fifteen dollars. You know they wouldn't give us any money because I didn't have the drums. Dicks. Oh. You know what I yeah, told they're, them? They're very particular. What'd you you know what I told them? What? I said, I'm not taking this home, so if you want to put it in the garbage, go right ahead. <laughs> and they're like, he's all threw it down, all huffy puffy. I'm like, you're going to put it on the fucking floor anyways, because you know you got a million fucking set of drumsticks back there. You're going to, I just gave you a free set of fucking drums. 
You did you did him a favor, Scott. They're never going to sell them anyways because it's for like an Xbox. I literally it's the plug in, the old plug in style. Yeah, it's probably for like an Xbox 360 or a PlayStation 3 or something. That's a couple generations ago now. Yeah, a long time ago. So you went to Mega Replay in Peoria. Yeah, my my Shell Dylan still has fifty dollars in credits there. He just I just feel like you never make it to Peoria. I feel like I feel like there is rarely. an inherent fear that people have in Pekin to cross the river into Peoria. <laughs> I don't mind it if I have to go. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I, it's fine. We, it is twas it is. There's I, only, I it's, to, only, uh, it's the only place to get good clothing and fucking halfway decent food half the time. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in Peoria. There's nothing to be scared of over there. Um, I went downtown a couple weeks ago with Blake, the engineer. Balake? Yeah. And uh, we uh, the show got over early, about 10, 15. I said, do you want to just go somewhere and have a drink? And he says, as long as we go to the other side of the river. Back over here? Yeah, I'm not kidding. He says, as long as we cross the river. I was like... It's like, what are you talking about? It's it's fine. Downtown's not much to look at necessarily, but it's not dangerous. You might get a few hobos, but you're not going to be accosted down here. If you if you want to get shot in Peoria, go to the south end and start fucking around with drugs and gangs, and I promise you you'll get shot if that's what you want. But not downtown. Nothing bad's there. Come on. Not when you go downtown. You won't get shot when you go downtown. The hobos are nice when you go downtown. Okay, before we get into any more meat and potatoes, I got to give a quick shout out mm. and a happy birthday to one of my oldest friends. His name is Ryan Carney. I messaged him, you know, I let him say happy birthday on Facebook. You know how you do the happy birthday thing? Big He's, ups to Ryan. He says to me, thanks, old friend, big fan of the show. What show? This one. Of karaoke, how does he know very, about it from your posts? This, yes, this very podcast. So he's the guy listening. That's uh, that's the guy. Well, happy birthday, Ryan! Big ups, big shout out to Ryan Clonson. Carney, Carney, of course. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. No, thank you for listening and happy birthday. Is you guys you went to school with this fella? I uh, didn't go. He was a couple of years ahead of me, mm-hmm. but we were about the same age. Okay. Uh, his mom used to bait was used was was one of my mom's friends and was one of my babysitters. Sure, when I was growing up, and I spent a lot of time when I was a little child over at uh, hanging out at his house. Yeah. Keep keep in touch via social media. Lives in Germany. Lives, oh, really? That's where. Yeah. So he Deutschland. Deutschland. Yes, he uh, is a. Uh, I think he's a teacher or something over in England, or in Germany. That's. I think he's that's been there like, for years. I mean, like a long time. Being a teacher over ten is like the sneaky smart way. To see the world. Like, if you want to teach English somewhere, I mean, you can get hired. I mean, yes, you have to uproot everything you know and have here, but if you want to, like, spend some real time in one of those other countries, that is a smart, sneaky way to go do it. Be a teacher. So good for him. Yeah. So happy birthday, Ryan. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. I I went, like I said, went to a concert with Blake downtown. That was cool, that concert. Um, And I will say, within an eight-day period... I went to three concerts. I, I know. And, and one of those was with, with you. With me. And I think we should talk about the time that you and I have spent together outside of the program. Yes. Uh, we all, on a whim, you guys heard us talking about it on the last couple of shows, um, going to see the I Love the 90s tour at the Hard Illinois Fair. It was not. It was the no, State the Fair. No, the State Fair. Which, which is so much bigger than I remember. Yes. It is massive. So um, I, was, you know, I was a little tentative just because. And then, you know, I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna hang out with my bros. It's my night off. You said you said your wife was going to beat you about the brow when you got home. Yes, um, I was like, fuck it, I'm off. Mm-hmm. I'll go hang out with the bros. Um, I loved hanging out with you guys. It was fun, but was I will fun. never walk that fucking far again in my life. 
you talking about from when we left the car parking for the fair mm-hmm. and then going to the grandstand? Mm-hmm. I, I would volley it right back to you and say you should I be know. walking that far because it was not crazy far. Um, it was like two miles. I cannot believe that that is true. You don't think it was two miles away? I absolutely do not think it was two oh miles. God, it was so far. And it was so hot. I, I literally thought there was one time I was going to have to tell when it was just me and Dustin. Leave me be. That he was going to have to call 911. For real? Yeah, it got. I was like to the point where I was like, "Holy fuck, I'm wow. going to die." I did. I did not know that. I will that, say this: that white, that white uh, uh, washcloth that I brought with us, yes, was completely your soaked. Yeah, yeah. Completely were you rinsing soaked. it out under under the bleachers? No, I was just using it. Yeah. It was fun though. I did have fun. It was fun. Uh, Hindsight's twenty twenty. We could have parked on the other side, close to the grandstand. There is there was a parking lot right behind there that would have seemingly so. Yeah, that would have took us less time to get there. There seems it seems so, but you know we wouldn't have seen all the all the uh, the wonderful details of the fair. Like um, every year, there's a new fried option that I didn't know that could be fried. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like they've gone through every candy bar at this point. Mm-hmm. You feel like the height of luxury is taking a full stick of butter and then frying that. Um, I, I think what they did this year was they fried the fry. Huh? They just, fr- whatever is in there, they fried that. And then that was the food. Now, I thought, you think butter is the height uh-huh. of, of decadence. It's not. It's frying fry. It's it's fried oil. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I don't, I, I don't know if it can get much more meta than that. I don't know how much powdered sugar you can put on that. I'll eat it. It was me, you, Dustin. And Kevin. Yes. We all hopped in Kevin's van. Mm-hmm. A, a van that he's very proud to own. Yeah. Most guys kind of see it as like, all right, the good times have really very much slowed down. I own a van. Kevin's like, give me that fucking van. Yeah. We give took, me that van. Took the van all the way there and all the way back. Uh, at one point, we somehow, one of the doors on the van got left open. The whole time we were gone at in a parking lot. We went a little early. Nobody fucked with it. That's true. We, we went to a... Uh, and we were in the hood. I, like, for picture yeah. people in Illinois, the state fair is in... It's hood adjacent. It's hood adjacent. Yeah. We, uh, so hey, we, hood. We get, to the, uh, we get to Springfield, and we're like, let's go. We'll find a, a brewery. So we mm-hmm. go to a brewery. I can't remember what it was called. Buzz Bomb or something? Forged. There. Okay, yeah, yeah. There was another one down the street that was called Buzz Bomb or something. But yes, we went to the that one that you just said. And we had a beer there. And then we went to Obed and Isaac's. To eat and enjoy some more libations. There's an Obed and Isaac's in Peoria, too. And that's a cool place. What they do is not only do they make their own beer, of course, but they also like find kind of a cool, sometimes historic location. And they breathe new life into it by coming in there and starting a brewery. And they have uh, nice food, too. And uh, yeah, we went there for uh, for dinner, had another beer. Uh, they had a nice little street fair happening outside there. Our waitress was probably one of the hottest girls I've seen in a while. I I, I don't remember. I, I remember she was cute and and maybe uh, three to four months older than my daughter. But uh, oh but, no, she was way older. She had probably, tattoos all she's over. She's probably twenty twenty five somewhere there. Yeah. She's a cute girl. And then after that, yes, we go to the fair. And I think Dustin goes out his door. Probably thinks that he presses a button and does not seem to have pressed a button because, yes, we were in there for probably two, two and a half hours, come out, and that door is wide open probably for the whole time that we were getting there. Uh-huh. I, I had some contraband in the car. Yeah, you did. That was still there when we got back, surprisingly enough. 
you would think someone would have sniffed it out. And, yeah, you would have, because I, I could definitely smell it part, as soon as we got together. Yeah, but there is, uh, w- with um, such a big event like that, there are a lot of uh, popo hanging around. So maybe um, the, the attempt to, to steal something, it, it goes down a little bit in that area. Maybe crime goes down a little bit because of all the police uh, in the area. We spent a little too much time at Obed and Eric's because uh, they were a little slow getting us food, but they were packed. They were busy, yeah. Uh, that was um, good. So we end up missing Tone Loke and Young MC. Yes, which to me... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's fine. It's right. fine. I mean, there's eight You can acts. only hear Busta Move so many times. That's true. And Funky Cole Medina mm-hmm. and his other one. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Which, which, which seemingly is the sa- exact same song. Pretty much. Did you know that in Funky Cold Medina, he says the word Wild Thing in that song? Probably. He does. And I'll sing it in a little bit to prove it. All right. Wah, 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 Kevin was doing that all night. One Trick Pony. I liked how finally... When we okay, so we get there. I'm dying. I mean, we're I'm dying by the time we get to. I the will say we've stand. had some crazy hot days lately. I don't think that was one of them. It wasn't. I, I can understand in your situation how things can seem hot, but like in the scheme of things, it was it was a pretty it was a pleasant nice night. night. Yeah. yeah. Once I got sat down and settled down, I was fine. It was just the getting there. That was the battle. Um, so we get there and our seats, we weren't in the right spot. The lady told me straight up that you guys, we were actually up one more section. Because when I got to the door, the lady's like, it's up the stairs. I'm like, I'm not going up them fucking stairs. The, well, okay. So what you're saying is the place that we sat down and eventually settled on mm-hmm. is not our assigned seats. Nowhere even near it. But you're talking about as soon as you got the tickets, those big set of cement stairs that went up. Yeah. I agree. I think we were probably up there. Yeah. And I'm so glad that finally Kevin's like, fuck it. We're walking around yeah. too much. He seemed to be getting upset. He got a little upset. I don't know why. He's like, let's go. Yeah. And we just fucking found some empty yeah, spots. It was fine. fine. Set around with a bunch of. So the first person, like, we're trying to find a place to see, sit down, and all I hear is, this is the first Grammy nominated rap artist. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? It was fucking Coolio. Got to see Coolio, man. Got to see Coolio. Coolio, I think, has done. Kind of what Brett Michaels and Hulk Hogan have done before him and uh, really said, I'm going to commit to wearing a hat and don't worry about what's happening with my hair under the hat. Just know that you can see hair sticking out from my hat and I will just have you assume that uh, that same style of hair is underneath the hat, which is probably not the case. Probably not the case. He's probably completely bald underneath there. Hogan has had like a string of ribbon just like kissing the bottom of his brain stem for the past (laughs) 20 years. And for some reason, it's totally working for him. Brett Michaels, I would argue, is like, like, find a way to hot glue that bandana to your head. No one wants to see what's under there for, for Brett Michaels. Would you agree with that? No, nobody wants to. I haven't seen it. I can imagine it's very upsetting. I think it's like when like, fashion models like, put a little tape on their tit, mm-hmm. and then they put like, clothes on there because it looks like their clothes are going to fall off. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see some tits. This will be great. And then you don't because of tape. I bet Brett Michaels is doing the same thing with his head. Oh, God, yes. I bet he's taking some tit tape or some uh, hot glue and just putting it on his head and say, bandana is here now. This is part of me. Maybe not. I don't Part know. of me is part of this hat. I bet he doesn't let anybody see him without that. I doubt it. Like, nobody. Like, yeah. it's like a secret. He's got a girl in bed, maybe two, maybe three. I don't know. I don't know what he does. Bandana stays on. Well. Let's talk. Well, who else was at the concert real quick? Okay, so we saw, so first off was Coolio. Yeah. 
It was okay. I mean, he had he actually had a live band behind him instead mm-hmm. of a, just a DJ. It was all right. I mean, for what it was, it was cool. It was nostalgia. Yeah. Um, never was a super fan of Coolio because he was more of a pop star. Than he was anything. absolutely hip hop pop. Right. And then um, who was after Coolio? Probably Rob Bass. Yes, Rob Bass. Oh, you know, it takes. I might do. You know what? I'm going to do two songs, and that's going to be one of them. Good. Uh, because that was one of my favorite Jimmy Jams of the 80s and 90s. I've known a couple months now that we were going to go to this concert. But in years past, I have done two different Coolio songs. Or else I would have done one tonight. I did Gangster's Paradise and Fantastic Voyage on the show before. So I was like, I don't want to do those songs again. So I picked another song by another artist for my Back to the 90s right. uh, recognition here. But um, Rob Bass was cool. I, I really feel like 95% of his lyrics that night were just telling me where to put my hands. Uh-huh. A lot of the time it was up in the air. Yeah. Um, was he the... F- no, was Coolio the first person to play California? Because talking about Tupac. Let me welcome everybody to the, the wild, wild, wild west. west. A state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. So yeah, that song was played at least... I would say three times. I'm going to go four. Okay. I'm going to go four. And then we just recently lost DMX this year. So I'm going to make you're I'm going to make you lose my mind up oh, yeah. in here. Up party up the party up anthem. There's, we, a, there's a lot of recognition of fallen hip hop artists. We here. heard that song four times. <clears throat> yeah. So they, they, they really paid a lot every of person that came up there did a tribute to Tupac. And DMX. And they did some Easy E, I think. Uh, Easy E. Naughty by or not Naughty. Uh, Bone, After, Bone Thugs. Okay, so uh, Rob Bass was good. Played his two songs that everybody knows. Uh, you know, it takes two and a joy, joy and pain, like sunshine and rain. Played that those two songs pretty much, and then um, I think after Rob Bass, it was. Boom, 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 what you gonna do when there ain't nowhere to run? Anyways, we were confused because only two thugs showed up. In my head, I was thinking, man, only two of the four here? Then I go to wikipedia.org, there's five members. Five of them, and we got two. We got 40% thug. Uh-huh, so during their set, they played, you know, the good ones. And then they did another tribute to Tupac and a tribute to DMX. And Biggie, because they did Notorious and Biggie, Thugs. And Bone and Biggie, Biggie. First of the month. And they did the first of the month. Get up, get up, stand up. And yo, I sniff my uncle's jaws, y'all. Yep. Uh, they did that. Uh, then after that, we got Naughty, Naughty by, nature. by Nature. Oh, yeah. Uh, the best uh, hype man yeah. in the game is still the best hype man in the game. Hit, hit it. Who is it? I forgot his damn name, though. Not to the other Tretch. I don't know who you got. It's not Tretch. Not he, Tretch. He's the hardcore gangster. He's the hardcore gangster, yeah. but the guy that's the been... The other guy. The other guy... I like that guy. ...is like the best <laughs> hype man in, in the game. Yeah, and, and, and let's be clear. Um, there, there was eight acts set up, only seven showed up, mm-hmm. and then from my experience for the night, everybody played... Three or four half songs. Yes, you rarely got the entire song from nope. beginning to end. You, a couple did, but most of the time 
there's like, how long is a song I do? It's uh, three uh, three minutes and 45 seconds. You have an hour, or you have one minute and 17 seconds to sing. He's like, all right, I'll do it. Uh. That's what it was like. And, that, and you know what? It's kind of fine. Just, yeah. just hearing these guys come out and doing their hit medleys. And in between, in between all these sets, we have a live DJ keeping the party going. Well, you got the live DJ. And you also have a lady doing oh, sign language. Oh, shit. You have a lady doing sign language for every artist up there and for every song that they're playing in intermission between the acts. She is going nonstop. Nonstop. I'm not joking. We got there late. I bet she was up there doing sign language for three plus hours. Oh, she had to have been. And she was like, she was, she she looked cute. She was wearing yep. like a kind of an attractive dress. And yep. She was like dancing. She was like getting into it. Oh yeah, she was. That girl earned her money then. I, and I and I paid special attention to the artists up there that were performing that were giving her props. And yeah. there were there was a couple that went over to her and were like jamming with her. Yeah. And it's like these guys are recognizing this job that she's doing, and I appreciate that. Yep. Um, final act of the evening. Rob Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. The Iceman himself, Iceman, Vanilla Ice comes and does. Uh, I don't know. We left a little bit early. He was still going after we started walking out, but it was pretty funny. Um, it was a good vibe all night, you know. People around us, most of us, all all, all redneck fucking one of yeah, absolutely white guys. And uh, there's this gentleman that was sitting in front of us all night long, had a mask on. Mm-hmm. During gentlemen's being pretty uh, during what bone thugs pretty liberal. was it bone thugs probably so during bone thugs I think he lights a joint takes his mask off and then proceeds to try to share said joint with the rest of the crowd nobody took him up except one guy behind us took him up on yeah him. he liked that um, but it's funny because you're wearing a mask to protect yourself seemingly from so you don't COVID-19. wreck yourself that's right you don't want to wreck yourself. I wish they were there. Uh, mm. And then, uh, but then you put a joint in your mouth, and you get, and then you pass it to other people, and then presumably you're going to put it back in your own mouth, canceling out did. any work that the mask would have done throughout the evening. Exactly. But that's that's you know that's that guy's prerogative. Oh uh, my god, I wish Bobby Brown was there. My too. prerogative. But uh, Rob Van Winkle, Mister Ice, he plays uh, first song he does. Fucking go ninja, go ninja, go. And he brings out a human, a human being dressed, dressed as a teenage mutant ninja turtle. And I'm talking—I'm yes. not talking lame costume. I'm, this is a this is not like high end, but it's it's pretty good. It's yeah. a pretty good costume. It looked like rubber or latex. It wasn't yes. like a just like a um, a onesie pajama that you'd put on to go for your kids' Halloween. You know, he kept and and Mr. Ice kept talking about how things were back in the '90s. He just kept reminiscing. Yeah, we yeah. started the block party. We had, oh, yeah. yeah, we had pagers yeah. and blah blah blah, and we're just like, I'm like, we didn't need no computers to talk. Oh, we love you. There was none of this fucking Fortnite dances, Mr. Ice, Mr. Ice, yeah, Mr. Ice, and, and, then, he, and he was doing some of those dances too. Yeah, like he the, plays the floss. Uh, he did the floss. Yeah. He was like making fun of modern dances. And then he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, the next song he plays is. Play no no. Did they do the freestyle first? I don't I'll before say, play I'll, that funky music. I'll say it was play that funky music. So he does play that funky music. White boy, mm-hmm. a disco. That same guy that was dressed up as the turtle. Yes, comes out dressed up as a disco ball. And we're talking about uh, Manhattan downtown L.A. Man dressed completely in silver, head to toe, even the face. But this guy is like he looks like a disco ball. He's got like shiny shit. All over, like including his face, completely covered. Mm-hmm. Out there shaking a leg. Yep. Boogieing it up. 
Uh, that song plays, and then the next song is uh, uh, Vanilla Ice tells him to drop the beat, and he starts freestyling. And he brings out everyone that we've already Every seen. Every single one of they them. They all come back up to the stage, and a lot of them take turns coming out and freestyling, right? Yep. And that was pretty cool. And then, to me, it's like, oh, and I would say once or twice during the set, he teases Ice Ice Baby. Vanilla Ice is a oh, guy. Oh, Coolio does. Oh, no, I think I think Vanilla Ice did it at least once, maybe to twice, to the crowd. He oh, teased yeah, yeah, the yes, crowd. Yes, he did. Vanilla Ice is a guy who I think about 1995, 96 said, fuck this bullshit. Fuck Ice Ice Baby. Okay, I know it's my bread and butter, but I'm done with it. I'm moving on to something else. And guess mm. what? Nobody came with him. There was a time in his life where it clicked and he said, this is who I am. This is what I do. And you have to embrace that if you want to move forward, if you want to put some bread on the, on the table. And he did. He embraced it. He, knew, he knows who he is. And I'll say this. Vanilla Ice looks great mm-hmm. right now. Yes, he, he does. sounds great. Yeah, he actually sounded better than all, everybody else did. And he really seemed to be loving what he was doing and having fun. And, um, and that shit counts. Yep. Uh, Coolio did keep rubbing it in during the freestyle part about how me a white guy. <laughs> he kept going, go white boy, go white boy, go. Yeah. And before, I have to mention this, before Vanilla Ice came on, and it was between, the DJ was playing us music to get to Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. All the, most, about 95% of the black people got up and started leaving. They're like, I'm not staying for this fucking Vanilla Ice shit. And I'll say this, there's nobody standing around with clipboards and notepads taking note of the street cred of these people. Right. Just fucking stay and enjoy it. Yeah. You paid your money. Yeah. Watch watch this man who was the number one star in America, bar none, mm-hmm. for six months in early 1991. Mm-hmm. Watch him do his thing, and then you go home and yep. jerk off. It was a great Just enjoy show. It. it was fun. It was fun. Uh, he brought up every single girl yes, in the he, stage, yeah, including a lot of little girls. Ten year old girl that was fucking completely frightened out of her mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, poor girl. He finally put her back. Gave it back to her mom. He sang "Ice Ice Baby." Everyone he started to leave. But then there was. We'll say this: it's, we were sitting in a, a metal grandstand, mm-hmm. but it was a part of a racing track, yes. a dirt track. And the dirt track right where the Springfield Mile is held. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Right in front of the stage there. um, The stage is on the grass area, but the the dirt part right in front of the stage, there's a a pit down there of people who had paid extra to be down there. Mm -hmm. Ice Ice Baby done. Mr. Ice keeps going. And the people in the pit hang out. And they're they're watching him, and he's he's enjoying it. Vanilla Ice knows. He knows everyone's leaving. But he's having fun. And there was, I mean, as we're walking away, there was fireworks that were going off. I heard them. Yes, yes. So it was a good show. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I went. It was cool to Me see. It, it was a, a great chance, like any music festival I go to, just to like check all of these boxes. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw Coolio. Oh, yeah, Rob Bass. He had a, I fucking saw Rob Bass. You can mark all that shit off in one night. Yep. Um, I enjoyed myself. Uh, it was a huge wake-up call. Am I still prepared to, to change my life totally? No, I should. That was a huge wake-up call for me. To I told my wife, I was like, I really wish I was in better shape so I could enjoy myself more. Well, I'm glad. First of all, I'm glad you came with us. Mm-hmm. I, it sounds like you had a good time. I did, and hopefully that's part of the wake up call too. It's like, hey, I would love to, you know, be out there doing more stuff with these guys. And no one's gonna make you walk to the fair every day. Do it little by little. Do it slow. Do it in increments, step by step. Ooh, baby. Ow. I wish they would have been there. I would have loved oh, to see something in KOTB. Oh, I love I love Danny. 
Yeah, Dan- I, I like Jordan. I'm a Jordan fan. I'm a big Danny head. <laughs> the ugliest one. What? Danny. That's how you know he had talent. Yep. Danny had some real talent. Well, that was the show. Uh, we're going to get into the, to the music part of Let's our show. Let's start singing now. we got to sing uh, it up. I got one pulled up for you called Funky Cold Medina. Oh, I'm going first? Okay. Yeah, you got any information on that? Yeah, Funky Cold Medina. Like we said, um, seven of the eight performers came, and we had missed this They came guy. right on the stage? Oh, yeah. It was messy. Uh, Tone Loke was the first guy, and he in or he we missed him, and that's fine. It's it's okay. But Funky Cold Medina is a hip hop song written by Young MC, uh, Matt Dyke, and Michael Ross, and first performed by Tone Loke. It was the second single from Loke's debut album, Loked After Dark, from 1989. Yeah. The single was released on March 18th, uh, 1989, and rose to number three on the Billboard Hot 100 the following month, where it went platinum selling over 1 million copies and becoming the second ever platinum certified rap single after Wild Thing mm-hmm. from the same album being yep. the first. I didn't realize he had that kind of precedent. He was that when this because you were super young, I was old enough to super enjoy this. Um this was the biggest fucking thing mm-hmm. to hit the world in a long time. And I will tell you this, I'm going to sing the song. He was a huge star. And it's it's not great. I mean, it's it's there's some catchy part, but there's some questionable lyrics and uh-huh. questionable like like uh, writing ability. Like a lot of things for me do not work in this song, but I do understand its appeal. Um, it, it peaked on the UK singles chart at number thirteen in May of nineteen eighty nine as well. And according to Flavor Flav, who was heard using the phrase "Cold Medina" a year earlier on, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Cold Medina was one of his assertive affirmations throughout the 1980s, and it was adopted by label mates Beastie Boys as a nickname for the cocktail known as a fuzzy navel. Uh, Flav allegedly later advised Tone Loke to use the catchphrase in a song. So that, that's some information that I personally did not know. Did you know that? Uh-uh. I didn't know the Beastie Boys had anything to even anything to do with it. I've heard the Beastie Boys talking about giving girls a Spanish fly. Yes. And... I, I it, until I just read this, and even now, I mean, they say fuzzy navel, but I'm still not a hundred percent sure what a funky cold Medina is. But if the Beastie Boys had something to do with it, it's probably about uh, Spanish fly or, or uh, you know, try, trying to trying to fuck a lady. Trying to fuck a lady. Well, why don't you step up to the mic and give it all you got? Okay, I'll do it. I promise you. Hit it. Oh boy. One nut. All right, come on. That's right, I'm going to try the voice. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool and cool and at a bar, and I am looking for some action. But like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. The girls are all around, but none of them want to get with me. My threads are fresh, and I'm looking deaf. Yo, what's up with LOC? The girls all is jocking at the other end of the bar. Having drinks with some no-name chump when they know that I'm a star. So I got up and strolled on over to the other side of the cantina. I asked the guy, why are you so fly? He said, Funky Cold Medina. You know my name. Funky Cold Man's Wiener. His brother told me a secret on how to get more chicks. 
Put a little Medina in your glass and the girls will come real quick. Yeah, it's better right. than any alcohol or aphrodisiac. A couple of sips of this love potion and she'll be on your lap. So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg. And then he licked his bowl and he looked at me. He did the wild thing on my leg, wild thing. He used to scratch and bite me before he was much, much meaner. But now all the poodles run to my house for that funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? I got every dog in my neighborhood breaking down my door. Mm-hmm. I got Spuds McKenzie. Alex from Stroh's. You know, that's true. They won't leave my dog alone with that Medina pal. I went up to this girl. She said, hi, hi my, my name, name is Sheena. Sheena. I thought she'd be good to go with a little funky cold Medina. She said, I'd like a drink. I said, uh, well, I'll get right to it. And then a couple of sips, she cold licked her lips, and I knew that I was with it. So I took her to my crib, and everything went well as planned. But when she got undressed, it was a big old mess. Man, she Sheena was, was a man. man. So I threw him out. I don't fool around with no Oscar, Oscar Maya Wiener. You must be sure that your girl is pure for that funky, funky cold Medina. Medina. You can't get no plans with no man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is the 80s and Locust down with, with the, the ladies. ladies. No joke. No jo- I don't joke about that kind of stuff. Let's <laughs> break it down. You ready? Uh-huh. Stop for a social. <laughs> what is Alex from Stroh's? It was, uh, there, was, there was actually a beer called Stroh's, and its, uh, it's spokes thing was a dog. He's the, he's the Spuds McKenzie equivalent. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Funky, cold, old wiener. Back in the saddle looking for just a little affection. I took a shot as a contestant on the love love connection. The audience voted and you know that they picked a winner. I took my date to the Hilton for Medina and some dinner. We had a few drinks and I'm thinking soon I'll be getting... Instead, she started to talk about plans for our wedding. As I grabbed my coat and hit the door, said, baby, I'll be seeing you. That's what I found. You don't fool around with that funky cold Medina. Man, you know what I'm saying? That Medina is a monster, baby. Funky cold man's wiener. Cold man's wiener. <laughs> Hey, Jason. Uh, I tried the voice. Doing. I tried to do the doing voice. Doing the Lokester. That, that is, how much of his appeal? That, it's a pretty big part of his appeal is his voice, right? Oh, yeah. What would you describe that voice as? Uh, about 40 packs of cigarettes a day. Working in a, fa- working in a fucking coal mine. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine. Whoops, about to get down. Yeah, that guy's been smoking cigarettes um, probably since infancy. I would imagine Tone Loke was 25, 30 years old when that song hit. And um, yeah, he's. you can't be that age and have that voice without not smoking 100 packs, man. No, God, no. And ravaged him, and ravaged, but to his benefit. Like I didn't necessarily do that song great justice, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the last time you heard those lyrics, 
they're not great lyrics and timing wise it doesn't pan out perfect no are you with me on that or not no 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 okay. no 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 i'm 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 trying to you know i'm doing the engineering part during the show right, where we're right, trying right. to talk like i always do but it's i mean the song is catchy it's just not it's not great written <laughs> no god no maybe that maybe that's young mc's fault i don't know anyway yeah he did uh it was a huge hit he didn't write the best song in the world did he all right i'm gonna um I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna do. Uh, it takes two to make a thing go right. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, you want me? To, you want information? Yeah, on that? information that the bass is in. Let's see here. What's the name of that song? It takes two. I'm trying to find it here. That, that's Rob Bass, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go that route. I'm gonna look it up by Rob. DJ Bass. Easy Cock. Well, here it goes. Okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. New York hip hop duo Rob Bass and DJ EZ Rock that came a top 40 hit single and was later certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America, the RIAA. Mm-hmm. Uh, since its release in 1988, the song has been covered and sampled by several recording artists. There are many critics and listeners who claim that Rob Bass and DJ EZ Rock's It Takes Two is the greatest hip hop single ever cut. That's 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 huge praise. I think they're on par. I mean, that's huge praise. Um, noted the music critic Stephen Thomas Irwin of All Music Guide. It's hard to disagree with them. Very hard. Um, the song was produced by Teddy Riley and built around the Woo Yeah sample from Lynn Collins' 1972 "Think About It." It's, and I don't think that's the Steve Winwood song. Think about it. Name of me, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, this this thing really. There's surprisingly little information about this song for right. it being, for it being one of the greatest rap songs yes, ever, and for it being claimed, yeah, the number one. But the uh, songwriter says is James Brown and Robert Ginyard, which I can only imagine are uh, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock's Rock. real names. But um, yeah, this is the next single they had was "Get on the Dance Floor." Do you know that one? No. Yeah, that's probably right. Most people they, they know this. They know, know this song. I know joy. Yeah. And pain. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, I'm gonna step up to the mic and give it all I got. Do it. See how bad this is. I'm doing it on Schmuel. Oh, that's pretty rich. Now, oh, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Rob Bass and DJ Easy Cock. Hit it! It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. I wanna rock right now. I'm Rob Bass and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone because I get stupid. I mean outrageous. Me, if he contagious, cause I'm a winner, no not a loser To be an MC is what I chew does, ladies love me, girls adore me I mean even the ones who never saw me like the way that I rhyme at a show The reason why man, I don't know, so let's go cuz It takes two to make a thing go right It takes two to make it out of sight It takes two to make a thing go right it takes two to make it out of sight. Hit it. 
My name is Rob, I got a real funky concept. Listen up, cause I'm gonna keep you in step. I got an idea that I wanna share. You don't like it, so what? I don't care. I'm number one, the Uno, I like comp. Bring on the suckers, cause all of them I'll stop. Hold on back, but I want real test. All the followers, cause all I want is respect. I'm not a doctor, put them in a rapture. A slick brother like easy on Foxha. Cause I'm Rob, the last name base, yeah. And on the mic, I'll also be the freshest. So let's start, it shouldn't be too hard. I'm not a sucker, so I don't need a bodyguard. I won't fest, wear it bulletproof fest. Don't smoke Buddha, can't stand sesh, yes. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. Hit it. The situation that the base is in. I'm kind of stingy, that's why I don't want to lend. A funky rhyme to a foe or a good friend. But listen up, because I want you to comprehend. Because I'm leader, the man, the superior. I take care of y'all, then I get wearier. So just sit, our rhymes are kind of fit. The record sells, which makes you want to hit. It won't hurt to listen to Red Alert. Take off your shirt, make sure it don't hit the dirt. I like the kids, the kids, the girls. I want the cotties. <laughs> listen. Two more rhymes cause I'm all about this and cuz It takes two to make a thing go right It takes two to make it out of sight It takes two to make a thing go right It takes two to make it out of sight Hit it, I stand alone, don't need anyone Cause I'm Rob, just came to have fun don't need friends that act like foes cause I'm Rob Base the one who knows about things That make you get weary Don't cheer me Just hear me out cause I got the clout Shout Before I turn the party out I won't stutter, protect my voice, speak clearly So you can be my choice on stage Or on record Go to the Wiz and select it Take it off the rack, if it's whack put it back Do it static So Throw up your hands, go for what you know Oh, I got an ego Bro, talking to me, yo Oh, cause robbers on the front and easy rockers on the back up Stamper, we're just soft so you better just slack up Cause I'm a fool, calm just like a breeze Rock the mic with the help of easy rock On the set the music plays Only cuts the records that I say It takes two to make a thing go right It takes two to make it out of sight it takes two to make a thing go right It takes two to make it out of sight Hit it, alright now, Easy Rocks Oh, when I can get to three One, two, three, get loose now It takes two 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 to make it It takes two One of the greatest hip hop singles of all time. That was probably the best I've ever rapped. That wasn't bad. There's a few bumps in there, but you, I mean, you seriously went like the first two or three uh, verses, like pretty damn good. Right. Not bad, man. Not too bad. Did you, uh, do you ever try to do a voice? Like, uh, sometimes when I'm singing, I'll do it for the next episode. I try to, like, I'm not a great singer, obviously, but um, I try to, like, 
get into the mind or the voice of that person to it's almost like a, a facade that I like hide under. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you, can you think of an example of when you've done that? Is there a song where you're like, this person's got a pretty it, the voice is so synonymous with the song. I'm going to try to mimic it. Maybe I can't do it very well, but I will. I will attempt to do that because that might be the best possible way that I can uh, sing that song. Uh, you know what? It, it, with me, um, I I try to em- emulate mm-hmm. whoever's singing. Period. Mm-hmm. So because I'm not a good singer, I'm I'm an okay singer, but I try Com- compared to-, to what me. Because that's not true at all. <laughs> You're a pretty good singer compared to me. Uh, it's, you know, I try to sing it like I hear it on the radio. Okay. Instead of like my own. I never try to make anything my own. You know, I, I wonder if most people do that. You know, we're, we're so used to hearing it a certain way. We're so used to that radio cut mm-hmm. or that, that version we hear on Spotify. That's like this, this, that's how it is in our head. Of course, we're going to try to do exactly that. Mm-hmm. That's why there's some artists I, I completely stay away from that I love. Right. You know, it's like there's, there's no way I'm going to be yeah, singing exactly. like Michael Jackson. No shit. How am I going to sing like uh, David Bowie? I'm not going to. I'm not going to hit the, the David Bowie. I when I do ground when I've ever done ground control, yeah. I try to, you know, try to stuff. Im- He's that. good, right? I, I can't do fucking Freddie Mercury. Hell no. The, the, maybe the most I've seen Kevin do a lot of fantastic performances here. The one that may be the best, and uh, we're talking about artists that are hard to emulate. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. Yeah, like or anytime he's done Adele. Done, yeah, when he's when he's dude getting thank Adele. Thank you, oh thank you. Oh thank you, thank you. I think Kevin could have. Sometimes when he does these songs, these powerful songs, he'll stand up and sing them. I think that while he was doing "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey, I think that he was. There was so much energy and stress throughout his body. He was standing up. He was red in the face. He was sweating. I think if he died doing that, he would have been fine. Hundred percent. I think he'd be like, okay, yeah, this, this is, is how good. I'm going. This is fine. All right. Well, I'm going to do one more song mm-hmm. from a band that wasn't there. Oh, okay. That was supposed to be there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seven out of the eight were there, so this is the eighth spot. The band was called All for One. It was a boy band back in the '90s. They had a one hit. Uh, which was a crossover hit in the country. I think it was John Michael Montgomery might have sung it. Um, the song's called uh, I Swear. I Swear. This was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. For both artists. Not only for these people, but also for, um, I think uh, I think, I think it was John Michael Montgomery. I'm not for sure. You have to look if you, if it, once it pops up. Yeah, John Michael Montgomery, you definitely had that too. Um, let's see here, all for one. Um, there it is, right there. Yeah. So it it, it was written by John Michael Montgomery. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I swear, it's a song written by Gary Baker and Frank J. Myers that became a hit for American country music artist John Michael Montgomery in 1993, and for American R and B group All for One in '94. I don't have like. Country and hip hop since um, 1993, 94 has, has come a lot closer and melded. There's one of the biggest hits ever was that uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Nas X song. Yep. What song what was that called? I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna yeah. ride till I can't no more. Like, 
like the biggest song of 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was in America the biggest song Huge. that year. Huge. And that's taking two genres of music that, mm-hmm. it, to, to me, have no business. Two gay together. dudes. <laughs> two gay guys. <laughs> well, Lil Nas X is gay. Yeah, 100%. I don't know about uh, Yeah, oh, I don't know about 100%. Billy. 100%. I don't know about Billy Ray, but. Uh, He's so definitely questionable. I remember. Uh, like in the late '90s, Armageddon, the movie Armageddon, yeah. and the Aerosmith had a huge hit oh, with yeah. "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing." But don't want to miss a thing. And I think that was their song, and that was their they were pop rock. Yeah, but that was covered pretty quickly, I think, by a country artist. Yep. Right? You're right. And that's the only other example that I can think of because there's a million covers out there. Right. But I think that song was covered pretty quickly yeah. by a country artist, and and that is interesting to me when you have a hit. And then covered by a different genre very quickly. Yes, that is interesting to me. And I think it could only be a matter of like, hey, um, you wrote this. How would you like to make a ton more money if you let this artist with this genre with this completely separate audience? They're going to make a ton of money, and since you wrote it, you're going to get a nice big fat chunk of it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be all money, right? Has to be. But it's getting the people in. It is. The people love it. Um, let's let's read about all for one a little bit here. The uh, the group is composed of Jamie Jones, Delicious, or oh, oh, Delius, Delius is his name, Kennedy, Alfred Navarez, and Tony Barwick from the Antelope Valley and Mojave Desert. The group has sold sixty nine million records. I'd hit the brakes there. That's a good number to go out on. Sixty nine million. Wow. I swear, won a Grammy Award nineteen ninety five for best pop performance by a duo or group with vocal and enjoyed an eleven week run at number one. That's an anomaly too. Mm-hmm. Eleven weeks at number one. That oh, wow. That that is. This is the only fucking hit they had. It's funny. Literally, we will we will sing songs on this show that everybody <coughs> knows, and then we go to read the thing, and it's like peaked at number seven. You're like, what? If I know this song, doesn't that mean it was probably number one? This hit was number one for eleven weeks. That's insane. That's like Beatles numbers, you know. <sighs> Wow. Uh, yeah, and they dominated the Australian, the UK charts. Um, other RI certified gold hits by the group include remakes of So Much in Love, I Can Love You Like That, and Someday from the soundtrack to Disney's 1996 animated film, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. So I don't know if this group was put together by a corporation and they just said, why don't you do your sexy covers of hit songs? But whatever they were doing... They sold 69 million units, and you can't argue with that. But that's a you, big unit. That's a lot of units and a lot of stepping up to the mic Boom. and giving it all that's that That's what have. I was waiting for, a little stepping up to the mic. I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky, I swear like the shadow that's by your side I see the question in your eyes I know what's weighing on your mind You can be sure I know my part Cause I'll stand beside you through the years You'll only cry those happy tears And though I'll make mistakes 
I'll never break your heart I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky I'll be there I swear like the shadow that's by your side I'll be there for better or worse till death do us part I'll love you with every beat of my heart I swear It's getting moist in here, isn't it? It is I'll give you everything I can I'll build your dream with these two hands We'll hang some memories on the wall And when just the two of us are there You'd have to ask if I still care Cause as the time turns a page Love won't age at all I swear By the moon and the stars in the sky I'll be there I swear Like the shadow that's by your side I'll be there For better or worse Till death do us part I'll love you with every beat of my heart I swear So sure We're gonna need a towel for my seat I swear, I swear, by the moon and the stars in the sky, I'll be there, I'll be there, I swear, like the shadow that's by your side, I'll be there, I'll be there, for better or worse, till death do us part. I love you with every beat of my heart. I swear. I swear. Oh, I swear. Oh, yeah. Takes me back to middle school, touching 12 year old girls' hips. As, as a 12 year old, I was 12 at the time, too. But that's what you did, right? That, yeah. that was a middle school dance. That was it. I'm on tonight. You know my hips don't lie. You were probably... Were you in high school maybe when that hit? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I was a full-fledged adult. Really? I think... Yeah, I think I was 94? out of high school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was like ending high school... Or ending uh, junior high. And that, that was a slow song. And, and there were slow songs at junior high. You could slow dance with a lady. But it was a lot of like... I'm gonna to touch your shoulders, and now you shall touch my shoulders. And there'll there'll be a a poorly dressed uh, middle aged teacher walking around, making sure that never the twain you can't have the hips touch, you know. 
I'll touch your wiener if you touch my wiener. That's that's a great. That would be a great wiener, bargain. Wiener touching. <laughs> that's that's a great bargain. And a great song. Good job, Scott. Thank I you like very much. Wiener touching. <laughs> we learn a lot about you every week. Living La Vida Wiener touching. Living the Wiener Voca Loca. <laughs> the Wiener Loca. Well, shit. That's the show. Crazy dick. Uh, we went over several things tonight. Uh, we talked about how much fun we had in Saint or in the the cat the state's capital. I think Scott re- rediscovered his love of fun. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, state capital is a shithole. Um, yeah, there there are some good parts, but there's largely not good parts no. too. Um, I enjoyed my time. It was fun there. It was fun. I did, I did um, have a really good I time. I would do it again. We got uh, home late. Like I think I seriously got home at like twelve thirty, one o'clock. Yeah, it yeah. was exactly one o'clock when I got home. So it's crazy. You got home a little bit later, but um, it was all fun. Uh, nobody got hurt. Nobody got too drunk. Um, nobody got too high. No one got too high. Um, we got to see a lot of old ladies. <laughs> a lot of old old ladies. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, the time to get the mirror out. You know, we we're, we're getting old too. Scott. Yes, I'm very old. Uh, we're all. But it was fun. Old. I'm going to bring in our, our funky music. Do it. Let's do it. Um, Let's rock so hard. Check out uh, Couch Pilots. Check out uh, the Ernest P. Worrell Preservation Society. Thank you. Those are two shows I do where I, I promise to keep my singing at a minimum. Check out the Sixer podcast. Yeah. Kevin hasn't put out a new episode lately, but I don't think he's done. I don't think he's done. Check I out those think, back episodes. I think our buddy Jason from the Mix, uh, yeah, our, from the Mixed Media Forest podcast. Yeah. Just recently did a sixer, and I don't know when Kevin's going to put it out, but probably this Thursday. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Uh, check us out on uh, Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram. Um, I, I think, I don't know what's going on with Spotify, but nobody was listening to it there anyway, so fuck it. Fuck, you know what I say? Fuck Spotify. Uh, check us out on uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast. Anywhere where you can find a good podcast, we're there. Yeah, and what, and what do you say? I say, uh, remember, if you can't be a star... Oh, remember, you can't be a star if you don't shine. Why did I forget my tagline? Peace. Peace. Out. Love you guys. Ryan Carney, happy birthday, homie. <laughs>